This is the MGHS plug-in hybrid, and today we're doing an owner review with Aidan Dean. He's going to talk about it, what he likes, and also who this would be the ideal car for. The um, yeah, the MG plug-in hybrid um, HS version. We've had it for nearly a year. Um, and it has been a, a brilliant car. There's been a couple of minor niggles, but apart from that, it has been absolutely fantastic. The main reason we went with this model and we went with MG was um, predominantly, it was more bang for buck. The, the cost was um, within our price range, um, and especially being a plug-in hybrid, there weren't that many that were in that sort of you know, 50K area. Um, and we wanted to go with a plug-in rather than a um, rather than just a, a plain hybrid. We did look at the, the Havals as well. They were actually probably a little bit better appointed, but they weren't a plug-in hybrid. And I think the main reason we've gone this way is so that we have that advantage because we are only doing lots of small trips. We've got teenage kids, so we need to do lots of um, trips for activities, sports events, etc., and going to and from work. And you can do all that running around on a single charge of the um, of, uh, when it's in EV mode, which is about 60 kilometres an hour. Oh, sorry, so 60 kilometres as a as a range. Is this the Essence or the X Excite version? Uh, I think this is well, it's whatever the fancier one is. It's this. Essence. Yeah. yeah, I think it is the Essence. essence. Yeah. So I think this gives us the Essence gives us um, slightly better like a Recaro style seat, all leather interior. There's a few more um, features which I don't know off the top of my head. Sunroof. Sunroof, nicer wheels, et cetera. Um, it's just a nicer appointed vehicle. Um, yeah, but it's, it, it drives beautifully. It's got nearly 200 kilowatts of power, so there's no problem with it being you know, an underpowered hybrid. It's um, definitely got um, lots of pick up and go. And of course, when it's in EV mode, because it's EV, it's got loads and loads of torque as well. So yeah, so no problems there. Uh, it drives really comfortably. It doesn't have, say, the um, the, the driving um, feedback that you would get from a sports car. But then, you know, that's when you go and buy a sports car. Uh, the vehicle we had before this was actually a, uh, a Hyundai Santa Fe and which was a great car um, but probably just was a little bit thirsty being a v6 petrol um, i suppose one of the downsides going from the hyundai to this is it doesn't have the same boot space and it's not a seven seater but we soon realized that we actually didn't need seven seats and and this is fine five seats is fine for what you would need as a, as a family of four yeah um, really well appointed. I think probably one of my favourite um, things is the fact that the cameras are so good. You don't really have to worry about parking this vehicle, even though it is quite a larger vehicle. You can get in and out of tight spaces because the cameras, the 360 cameras and the, like the bird's eye view camera are just so good at um, letting you know where you are and making sure that parking is a breeze. Uh, we have had one issue and that was with the infotainment centre. We had an issue where we were driving through Auckland and the, um, basically the, um, the sat-nav decided to freeze up and stop working. Uh, as soon as we were able to evidence that and get back to Farmer Motor Group, 
they were brilliant. They sorted it out very, very quickly. We have actually had a, a small or a, a collision in this vehicle. Someone back, backed into us. Um, Farmer Motor Group were brilliant. They had the parts in the country, even though it's a Chinese vehicle, the parts were in the country. They were able to replace them and I think we only had it off the road for a couple of weeks. It was fantastic. I was really quite surprised at how quickly they were able to change all those parts. They didn't want to fix anything, they just were keen on replacing those components, which was completely ideal to me. You know, I bought a new car, I still want everything to be new. I don't want it to be repaired. Yeah. You hear those stories of people yeah. dinging it and then it's months of waiting for a part or finding out if they can has to be the whole car has to be replaced or something. That's right, that's right. And that's quite often happen if you're going to a panel beater, but because we went directly to the dealer and they were just taking old parts off and bolting new parts on, it was easy. And they were they have been really, really good. It's seven years uh, unlimited K's uh, warranty which is kind of hard to find on pretty much any other brand. And that was another hugely attractive part of, uh, of why we went um, for MG. Mm. So, sorry, how many Ks have you say you've done? Uh, we've done 15,000, just under 15,000 kilometers in a year uh, because it is our predominantly, it's the, it's the main vehicle for our family. Um, and going to and from Auckland a few times, backwards and forwards to Rotorua, et cetera, it just makes sense to use this because it's better on gas. So when does it switch from, pet uh, from electric to petrol? How does that sort of work? Okay, so you can just drive it on a nor as, as a normal hybrid, whereas it will um, feed off the, the battery and the, um, the, petrol, uh, the petrol engine, the, the ICE engine, and, and that's fine. But if you're only doing a short trip and say you've got 100% um, charge in your battery, you can just press the button, switch to EV, and just drive around purely on EV. Now when you get below, I think, 2% of battery power, it will automatically switch over back to the internal combustion engine. So if you plan your trips well, um, I find that I will charge it completely, 100%, and then I will plan my trip in such a way that it's using it, and it's got regenerative braking as well, or more regenerative, um, overrun. So some vehicles you touch the brakes and it will regenerate more electricity. This one doesn't tend to do that but it does have a very good overrun regeneration. So you lift your foot off the accelerator and then you feel it regenerating up to 15% power regeneration. Um, I think it can go high but I've only seen it getting up to about 15-17% regeneration. How often do you actually put petrol in it? I have been driving it daily for the last three weeks. I put $45 in it two days ago. But that's only short trips and there was two trips to Rotorua. As part of the warranty, uh, I have to use premium fuel. I have to go uh, 95 octane and above. Um, if by chance I was to put a low octane fuel in say 91 and there was an issue with the engine and it found out it was found out that I hadn't used premium my warranty would be void. Changing over from um, petrol to, to a hybrid what are sort of differences maybe you'll notice? If um, so one of the things I noticed I mean especially going from um, it was a 2.7 litre V6 engine in the Santa Fe which you think that's quite a, a talky grunty engine this thing has got so much more torque and so much more power and it's a 1500cc turbo engine. So regardless of the way you look at it, the way you drive it, it's going to be more economical. That's just, that's hands down as to one of the reasons you would buy it. 
It's much more com comfortable. It feels very solid, very together. The build quality in it is brilliant. Um, you know, a lot of Chinese products get a bad rap when it comes to build quality. I don't agree with that at all, especially not in this instance. The build quality, in my mind, is um, it's equal to some of the better Japanese or European brands. That's good. Um, what about windy roads? Because it's quite a heavy car, isn't it? You've got a big... Yeah, windy roads, you do notice it because it does have that weight of the battery and it is a slightly larger vehicle. But it's like anything, you get used to it. It's not a sports car. You're not going to be tossing it through um, corners like it's an MX-5. It's, it, it is what it is and it does the job that it's supposed to do quite well. Yeah. And like passenger leg room? Passenger leg room is fine. It's actually quite roomy both in the front and the back. And a full, full leather interior, um, air conditioning all the way throughout. It does have a cold box in the um, centre console if you want to keep your drinks cold that is fed by the aircon. As far as room's concerned, the, the only complaint, say, from my wife is she would have liked a little bit more, um, a little bit more boot space. Oh, I've still got stuff oh. in there, but it's not a bad... It's not too bad boot space. It's not much smaller. Yeah, it's not too bad. The seats do fold down, so if you want to put something large in there, of course you can. It's not too much of a drama. And, and what about towing? Well, I don't own a boat or anything or a caravan like that, so I haven't had to tow anything large. I mean, it's got the torque to do it. The only thing that I would probably say um, it might be let down, it is front-wheel drive. It doesn't have a limited slip diff, but it has a very good traction control system which would overcome that. I would say it would have no problem towing a, a caravan around the country. And what, what about the stereo? Stereo is fantastic. As a, I'm a, a, a musician and do a lot of music production, so I'll often take things that I've produced and, and play it in this because the stereo system is, it's very, very good. I'm, um, I was quite impressed with it and it's got lots and lots of features that you can, you can change, um, change the way it operates as well. The infotainment system in total is quite good. The only probably downside I would say with it, there is a little bit of a delay. When you're going say from your um, heating ventilation system to your stereo system, there is a few seconds delay. People seem to get a little bit upset by that. Personally, I just think it's just one of those things that you just deal with. You press the button, you wait a couple of seconds and it's changed over. And it's packed with safety features, isn't it? Do you use all those lane assists? Um, occasionally I'll turn them off if I think about it because it can be a little bit, I find it almost distracting. But um, yes, it's got loads of lane assists. One thing I have found which has actually been really good, if by chance you, uh, if your attention is somewhere else, it will sound an alarm quite quickly. If you're approaching a vehicle that is stopped in front of you, it will quickly tell you, oi, you need to brake. Um, I don't know, I can't remember if it does do any automatic braking itself, but it definitely will let you know that you need to brake as there is a possible collision about to happen. Automatically brings up um, cameras when you're starting to indicate as well to make sure that you, it knows or you can... Oh yeah, quite like yeah. Mm. It has a very whizzy thing at night where it will shine MG on the ground. Yeah, so you go to go to your car at night and you unlock it and it will have this image a bit like the, the bat signal beside the car of MG on the ground to, to help you sort of light your way to your vehicle. Are you going to be um, a sort of a, a long-term owner or are you a person who likes to change your car? 
We tend to stay with the vehicle for quite some time and that's what we're planning to do with this. I would say that if anything, we might get to a point where the warranties get um, becoming close to, to running out and we may look at upgrading to the newer version. But at this stage, we have no problem with it. We've got, we're not, uh, we don't regret our decision to buy it and that's a year later. Um, and a lot of that has to do with the fact that um, the support from the, um, from the dealership has been exemplary. Farmer Auto Village on Hewlett's Road, yep. Summing up, what do you, who do you think this is sort of an ideal purchase for? Well, to be honest, if initially I thought it was going to be a perfect, um, you know, for a lack of a better word, a perfect mummy wagon, a perfect family car. Um, but over having driven it myself every day for the last approximately three weeks, I could see myself buying one just as, um, just as a, a normal, you know, as a normal vehicle. Um, I habitually drive um, hot hatches and sports cars, but I could happily have this as a day-to-day, -day, mainly because of the, the vast amount of, of savings that you're getting in, in petrol. It's lovely to be able to just go past the service station and wave as you go home and plug it in. That's great. Thanks for your time.